Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. Clear out the room, I'm coming through, they wanna see what I'm about Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill, I'm on a paper route Extra, extra, read about it, I'm today's trying to tap it What's going, on? What's going on, it's your boy Dolo J and welcome back to the Kicking the Dolo Podcast, a sports podcast where we talk about football and basketball, past, present, and future, top five, top ten stats and more. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode, man. Alright, man, so we already know the Miami Heat has advanced to the NBA Finals, beating the Boston Celtics 103-84. to uh, 28 points from Jimmy Butler. Seven rebounds, six assists. Caleb Martin, 26 points, 10 rebounds, four assists from three. It's a cold world. It's a cold world. On the break of Einstein, the break of the negativity. I messed that up, but you know. Boy, boy ain't no way, boy. Boy ain't no way, boy. MC equal. Really, Copin be lead through a career like an old MTV show. On the best rapper alive. Hey, hey. He might have just saved the Miami Heat season. Pat Marley might have to throw J. Cole a little bag or something. You know, putting in the word for his boy. And this boy came in there, you know, basically is arguably the most consistent Heat player throughout the series. Wouldn't say the, could we say the best? Mm, I'm going to let you be the judge of that. But Martin, that boy showed up every game, bro. Jimmy did his thing. And it was a sad thing to see Tatum. You, he rolled his ankle on the first play of the game, bro. Imagine rolling your ankle on the first the first play of game seven, bro. The most important game to go to the NBA Finals, bro. That's that hurt. That's like fumbling the bag, bro. That's like getting a hot chick number. You get her to go on a date with you. And then right before the date, your car gets towed. Like, that hurt bad, bro. That hurt bad. Now, obviously, you probably can, you know, Uber your way there. But it wouldn't have hit as hard as if you would have pulled up in your car. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's the equivalent to that. But he did have 14 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Like I said, rolled his ankle on the first play. JB had 19, 8, 5, and 8 turnovers, bro. 8 turnovers on him. And it was a lot of costly turnovers towards the end of the game, too. I think he had about a good three or four in, like, the fourth quarter that was just costly when the uh, Celtics were basically trying to make their run and get back into the game. They were down double digits at halftime. And at halftime, it kind of felt to me as if, like, it's kind of over because Tatum couldn't really do what he was doing. Marcus Smart went hitting his shots. Al Horford, he hit a couple of shots. You know, Brogdon came in and gave him a couple minutes. He couldn't really do anything. I was surprised to really see Brogdon in the game, given the fact of them saying his injury was as, you know, as serious as it is. Uh, they got they tried Pritchard off the bench. They had Hauser off the bench. And the Celtics really just couldn't buy a basket. I think they made their first three in, like, the second quarter. I believe they went, like, what, oh of – or it might have been in the second quarter, late first quarter, but they went, like, oh of 10, oh of 11. 
almost like old, maybe even over 13, if I'm not mistaken, from three before they hit their first shot. So it was just a bad game for them. Now, they won game six shooting terribly from three, but at the same time, they also had the Derek White tip in. You had Tatum doing his thing. Brown did not have eight turnovers. You know, and the Celtics was just hooping, bro. But Caleb Martin, bro, I'm just saying, you know, Pat Riley, might as well slide J. Cole a couple dollars. I ain't going to say how much. Maybe like 50K or something like that. But, you know, I ain't I ain't checking nobody's pockets. I ain't, you know, I ain't, I ain't doing all that. But, you know, you might have to slide him some money because, you know, he had to put the word in, like I said. And, uh, hey, but Cole can hoop too, though. We already know he played. I think, I want to say when NBA did something in either, I want to say Africa. They might have did something in Africa or somewhere. It was somewhere. They did, like, a little league thing where they had a couple teams playing. J. Cole, he did all right. He didn't do the best. I mean, you know, it's NBA-level talent or people trying to aspire to get to the NBA. So, it was going to be kind of hard for him. But, you know, we saw we all saw the reels and, and them Instagram clips where J. Cole was just cooking. I mean, I mean, getting buckets. Eh, eh, eh. Him. I'm talking about eh, eh, eh. Him. I'm talking about he had them open runs looking like he could be in the NBA. Cole probably could give you about a good six, seven points. A game, man. That's better than the average person would give you in the NBA. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, yeah, man. Enough rambling. Enough rambling. But, uh, Derek White had 18 points. Like I said, the Celtics, they just played very lackluster. And, you know, the Tatum ankle injury on the first play just really set the tone for the whole game, man. It was very bad. Very, very bad. So, now, as the talks are, as the team lose, what do they do? Do they Who do they bring back? Who do they let go? Who do they trade? Blase, blase. A lot of people, Tatum himself said that he wants Jalen Brown back. Now, it's a possibility that both guys could sign for the Supermax, I believe, given the fact that they both made an all-NBA team. So, I think I've read somewhere where it's a possibility the Celtics could spend somewhere close to maybe $600 million, between, $600 million combined between the two players. Um, I don't know how feasible that is. I don't know about their cap sheet and, you know, how much cap room they have and who's up for what. I don't really know who's supposed to be a free agent and who's not. But it's a possibility. A lot of teams are basically saying, you know, trade Jalen Brown to Portland for the number three overall pick or him and uh, Anthony Simons, something along those lines and maybe like maybe another player or something like that or maybe another pick somewhere along down the line. I seen something where you just trade Jalen Brown straight up for Dame Lillard, um, possibly Jalen Brown going to the Mavericks or to the Houston Rockets or to Atlanta because he's from Georgia, he's from Atlanta. Um, so you know it's just a lot of talking right now, a lot of murmurings around, given the fact that the Celtics just lost, bro. They just lost. They asked him what he think about how he feels about staying in Boston, and he was just like, "Bray hurts, and we failed. I failed." And that's the only thing I can think about right now. And probably for the next maybe two weeks or so, that's probably all Jalen Brown is going to think about, bro. It's just, man, we was one game away from the finals, bro. One game away from the finals. On our home floor, you couldn't ask for any better situation than that. Coming off three straight. Three straight wins when you were down 0-3. We do not care. So, yeah, it hurts. Like I said, it's going to probably take my boy about a good two, maybe three weeks. I doubt it takes him a whole month because, you know, he's going to want to start probably getting to his routine and stuff like that. But uh, y'all let me know where some potential spots where y'all 
think y'all can see Jalen Brown going, man. Um, I believe and I hope that he stays with the Celtics. But I also know that, you know, a lot of stuff comes to factor when you make this type of situation. Hopefully the past success that he's had with the Celtics. And I just like seeing that's like my favorite duo on the team in the uh league right now. Really him and uh Jason Tatum. I would like for him to stay there. Um, but you know, it's a couple other places he could go. But y'all let me know, man. Y'all let me know. And y'all also let me know, since we have the finals matchup, who do y'all have winning the finals? And how many games do you see this series going? Me, personally, it's really kind of hard to pick against Jimmy Butler right now, given the, given the fact of the path that he has took to get to this point. Milwaukee, New York, Boston, but also Jokic, man. If Bamba's going to have a time trying to guard Jokic, he's going to have the time of his life. He's going to have the time of his life. So it's going to be real interesting to see what how they do that. How is Jimmy Butler going to be guarded? How is Jamal Murray going to be guarded? Does M, does Michael Porter Jr. really step up? Really step up? But I do have the Nuggets winning game one off the simple fact, basically, the altitude. I'm going to say the altitude. Now, they could be a little rusty. It's a, it's a, it's a thick fine line between you want to get rest, but you also want to be, you know, ready. And given the fact that, you know, it's going to be a couple days in between games, but I'm going to probably drop this Thursday morning. Yeah, I'm going to drop this Thursday morning. It's Tuesday, by the way, but I'm going to drop this Thursday morning. You know, a couple days in between games. So, you know, Denver has been waiting for, like, the past, what, week? Week and a half now? Well, I don't think it's been a week and a half. Probably about the past week or so. So, um, it's going to be real interesting to see. Are they tired? Are the Heat tired? And also, you know, given the fact they just came off Game 7, like I said, and the altitude, we already know, 52,000 feet above sea level, bro. That's a, that's a heck of a six-man to have, bro. That's a heck of a six-man to have. So, we're going to worry about that. Like I said, y'all let me know. Um, to give my predictions, I've picked against the Heat every series that they've been in the day one. And I'm probably going to pick against them again. But if they win, bruh, then I'm just going to take my hat off to him. And I know my boy won. He going to be turning. You ain't going to be able to talk to him nothing about basketball. Who? Jimmy Butler. I ain't trying to hear nothing else about what you talking about with Jimmy Butler, bruh. So, I'm going to go with the Nuggets in six. But I can see the Heat win it if it goes to seven. I can see the Heat win it. But I'm going to go Nuggets in six. I know if the Heat win it, he's not going to let me let it down. And I'm going to just go ahead and save this clip right now. And he's never going to let me hear the end of it. But this is what I do. I got to predict somebody to win. I mean, it's going to be a real interesting series, man. Like I said, does Michael Porter Jr. step up? How does Jamal Murray play? Who guards Jokic? And who guards Jimmy Butler for the Nuggets? That's, that's, that's my four main things I'm on right now. That's, that's my four main things. That's the things we need to look out for. So, some uh, head coaching news. Nick Nurse is now the new coach of Philadelphia. Um, it's a possibility of where we don't know what James Harden is going to do. Obviously, I think he ended up opting out um, or is going to opt out. And, you know, like I said, Houston's a possibility. Phoenix is a possibility. Coming back, how what, what will Nick Nurse bring and what type of roster will he have? 
Do they bring back PJ Tucker? How will he use Maxi? Does Embiid come back? Um, it's gonna be real interesting to see. Also, who's gonna get the the Raptors job? Who y'all think is gonna get the Raptors job? And I heard murmurings of maybe JJ Redick, um, but we 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 don't know as of this moment. We also heard Doc Rivers possibly could be going to Phoenix. Um, so it's gonna be real interesting to see. Real interesting. See, I think my is Monty Williams. I think Monty Williams might be the new coach of the Bucks too. If I haven't really uh said anything or brought that to a sense to y'all attention, I want to say Monty Williams is the new new head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. If I didn't you know cover that in the previous episode, but yeah, man. Now something we haven't had in a little while, little while, couple just really like two NFL topics, two NFL topics. I'm going to speed past them, you know. I usually dive more into the NFL as the season progresses, you know, usually in the offseason with the NBA Finals going on and how much I love basketball. I could do better in football, and I need to, you know, gravitate more of my shit towards football. But, man, I just love basketball so much. Like, I love basketball so much, bro, especially, like, towards the end when it gets to the Finals. Now, sometimes, like, when the Warriors were on their run, I ain't going to lie, I didn't really care for it because it's just like you already know who's going to be – the team that win at the end, it wasn't really fun, but it's a, it's more parody. It's not the Warriors winning, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody kind of thinks the Nuggets are gonna win, but given the fact what the Heat just did, you know, don't really know what's gonna happen there. So it's kind of it's, it's it's more intriguing than it has been in previous years. So, but yeah, man, I just love basketball. But we're gonna get to some more football topics. Um. D-Hop released by the Cardinals, bro. Where do y'all think he ends up? I believe it was an interview I seen him where he said, it was kind of like a, a nodding guessing game or something like that. And he was like, would you want to go there? Would you want to be there? Of course, Chiefs and Bills, he said. Nah, it's where yes, of course, given the fact of the roster's constructed. But um, another thing possibly is him going to the Patriots, which I might have said when I, I believe I talked about this previously. I don't remember which episode that it was on. But... Mac Jones can really benefit benefit from having the type of right receiver that DeAndre Hopkins is. Also the Chiefs and also the Bills. The Chiefs, he would definitely be the number one right receiver. Bills, he got offset digs. And something my guy uh P. Scott was saying, my boy Prescott was saying on uh Chopping It Up with P. Scott podcast. Make sure y'all go find that on Spotify. Nice little way to, you know, plug him in. I got to find a way to plug my boy in somewhere, somehow, right? 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 But yeah, man. Uh, as he was saying, they need a number one. They need a, a another receiver opposite Diggs that can possibly be like a, a a number one. And he was saying how, and I like how he went into detail, basically saying how Gabe Davis is a great, is a you know, is a good receiver, but not the type of caliber we need to you know offset Diggs. And I can agree with that when he was making his points and giving you know where he was shooting from. Oh man, that probably was a. Uh, Bad choice of words, huh? Oh, well, we're keeping it. I ain't cutting that out. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Basically, where he was coming from and all his points and stuff like that, given the fact of, yeah, it would be perfect for him to be opposite Diggs. And then, you know, basically, it would just come down to the running game of the Bills and Josh Howland not, you know, turn the ball over in the clutch, which is he, which he is very famous of doing. There's not and so many times, bro, where I was just sat there in complete and utter anguish because he hasn't thrown a turnover or hasn't had a turnover or you know what I'm saying all game 
and he throws an interception at the time we do not need him to throw it and it just breaks my heart bro like it it breaks my heart it's just like what's the equivalent of that it's like getting dumped on your birthday and to find out that the person your girl or boyfriend dumped you for was the person you've been fighting and had, you know what I'm saying? It hurts so bad. Like, it's just like a, it's like a huge betrayal, bro. Like, it rips me to pieces every time I see that, bro. So, hopefully, now I don't know what the cap space or what D-Hop will be looking for. Uh, I know the Cardinals will be taking a $22 million cap hit. Um, I don't know why they're doing this. I guess, I guess they're just going for rebuild mode, but, uh, I don't really uh, know why. I guess because Kyler Murray need weapons because he's the quarterback and he needs to throw the football. So who is he going to throw the football to? Unless they just are already tanking. Well, then again, he did have an injury, so he might not play most of the season. I did forget that. So they might be trying to get the number one overall pick. I don't know Arizona being Arizona. I ain't gonna. I ain't got nothing to say to that. Just let them do their thing. And another thing, uh, Jimmy G, a waiver sign which took place of the physical that he was supposed to take for the Raiders. Um, basically has conditions to it. Addendum. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Addendum G. That's what it's called. I guess it's called for Garoppolo. It would really make sense. But basically, something in his contract where um. For any reason, they could terminate the contract and he won't be able to get paid his base salary, which is almost 23 million, 22 and a half to be exact, um, base salary for the season. But it is voided um, if he is still on the roster two days after the conclusion of the 2023 season. And I really don't, I kind of like it. And I want, brought it up to ask the question of what do y'all think? Do y'all think more injury, you know, injury prone players should get contracts like this? Do you believe it's fair? Do you believe it's like, I just want to hear really y'all opinions of it because um, I can understand organizations coming to the realization that, hey, you're a good player, but you do have a kind of an injury history and we do want you. But at the same time, we don't want the type of hit. Or, you know what I'm saying, for signing you, which is kind of like a double-edged sword, because why would you go sign a player with a whole bunch of injury history? You know, it would kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like hustling backwards, I would say, because you won't want, but then again, the talent and then the potential with what you may have um, could be good. Um, Him and, you know, Devontae Adams hooking up together could possibly be something that you, you hear a lot this season. So, I don't know, man. But y'all let me know. Y'all comment down below. Y'all let me know, man, what y'all think about that. Um, I think it's something that's pretty interesting, to say the least. Um, I don't really know. I wonder if we're going to see more more contracts similar to this with players who, you know, have, you know, injury history. All right. So, of course, and this is something that I'm going to do. This episode and maybe the next episode as well. I got spit flying out of my mouth. Excuse me. But uh, I'm going to talk about a non-sports topic at the end of every episode. And the topic that I want to talk about today for at least, what, maybe a minute, minute and a half, possibly two, three minutes, is why do people lie so much? Um, I understand that sometimes, you know, it may be needed 
to possibly save a person, maybe his life or, you know, things of that nature. But what is with all the unnecessary lying? Like, I don't understand it. And this just come from a point of like, I don't know, you ever ask somebody, you ever just be talking to somebody casually, like just casually, like it's just like a conversation. You're not trying to really figure out too much about them. You're not trying to dive deep into what they got going on, nothing like that. It's just a casual conversation between you and another person. And they just lie to you about stuff that does not like need to be lied about, like what they do or somebody said something to them. So they did this, that, and the third. Like, I don't understand the reasoning for it. Like, why do people have to lie? Like, oh, somebody do this to me. I'm a da 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 Like, bro, you don't, who really knows what you're going to do in that situation unless you've already been in that situation? And then again, like, even if you've already been in that situation, who's to say that you're going to do the same thing again? I don't know. It's just a thing that I have, bro. But why do people lie so much? Like, I understand, you know, a lot of stuff is just, like, built in lies. Like, a lot of stuff is just made from lies. It comes from lies. It's just lies all the way through it. And I'm not going to say what is what. I'm going to let you, you know, whatever that is for you, let that be what it is for you. But I just don't understand, like, why do people lie so much about unnecessary things, bro? I don't, I don't really get it. And that's something that I know that I can't change in the world. But at the same time, maybe if just people just understood the fact of, like, lying for no reason. How unnecessary. I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, a personal thing for me. I don't really like it. But I just don't understand why people, uh, people lie for no reason, man. But, uh, this has been your boy, Dolo J. This has been episode 32 of the Kicking the Dolo podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Get all over there to the Spotify page. Listen over there. So listen and like it on YouTube. And then go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you go to Spotify, you'll see a video version. If you just want to listen to it while you're at the gym or something, you really don't care to look at it, you can go to Apple Podcasts. But make sure you go over there and leave a nice review for your boy. Nice review for your boy. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I said, this is me, your boy, Dolo J, signing out. Until next time. Turn up the headphones a little bit. Hey. Hey. I saw. I saw. Let's get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Clap the room. I'm coming through. They want to see what I'm about. Yeah, I got skills. Do it for the thrill. I'm on a paper route. Extra, extra, read about it. I'm today's trying to tap it.